Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam, as always. Thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, this week, our opening theme song is, as always, brought to us by Brandon and Company. And uh, our closing theme for this week will also be the Hero of Time remix by Jish, who you can check out online. I think he recently started up his Twitter again, which I'm very excited about because I, I missed that boy. Um, but yeah, here's the past news from this uh, recent week. For our NYC-based Zelda fans, Nintendo World is planning to hold a Zelda Symphony performance along with other special events and activities. Details below on the uh, link dump. August is apparently Princess Peach Month, according to a recent tweet by Nintendo of America, but uh, no one told me or anyone else. Uh, the Hitman reboot is one of the worst-reviewed video game movies of all time, so congratulations on rebooting a bad franchise movie with a- another bad franchise movie. A new trailer for The Phantom Pain shows Big Boss continuing his Dark Descent, which is pretty freaking cool. For those of you confused, like I am, apparently General Zod is making an appearance in the Batman v Superman film even though he died. The rousing success of Yokai Watch has Nintendo bringing the Pokemon-esque game to the States in November, which I've played and I think is fantastic. Microsoft is currently looking into one day making the Xbox One compatible with original Xbox games, essentially making the Xbox library one of the biggest in gaming history. And sometimes, maybe hold off on the commemorative tattoos. The cast of the Suicide Squad film let fellow cast members give them matching tattoos while shooting. And a shout out to our Australian fans. Uh, one of them on Twitter asked me to give them a shout out. Thank you so much to the few of you that do listen to us over uh, in Australia and New Zealand area. Uh, we have very few uh, international fans, but if you are one of our international fans in the UK, Australia, Europe, anywhere like that, please. Share the podcast around. Help us grow. Help us make our our, our, uh, our fan base bigger. Help us grow our community. And uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow myself. You can follow Chris on Twitter. And you can follow... Shout out to Becca. Shout out to Becca. Sweet girl from the UK. Um, shout out to the one person who showed me... They're, they're doing a, a Link cosplay. That was really cool. Um, and someone else linked me a violinist who I need to check out. But anyway, uh, once again, my name is Adam. And this week I'm joined by... Oh, from the land of Dragon Quest in the village of Angel Falls comes Chris back to the podcast. How's it going, everybody? I've been uh, gone for a while, but I'm good to be back. He was fired for years. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Or like two weeks. I'm just kidding. You weren't fired. From... I begged you to come back. From Tallahassee, uh, it's Jeff again. So I think this is three weeks running. So let's see how long the streak lasts. Have you been on for three Uh, weeks in a row? I think so. Adam, I gotta oh. talk to you about that. I think it's uh, gonna be uh, Alex Jeff. Oh no! Oh hey Jeff, how's it going? <laughs> hey. Hi. Suddenly Jeff becomes a new co-host and ousts Chris from his position. Oh wonderful! Thanks. The coup has begun. <laughs> and last but not least, hi, how are you? My name is Colin. I like video games, long walks on the beach, and that's about it. <laughs> I was gonna say, and more video games. How are you, Adam? I'm good. Thanks for asking, Colin. How are you, Jeff? Pretty swell. Chris, you can go to hell! <laughs> uh, I can't say the things I want to say to you, Colin, but you know, later. I, w- I will certainly do. Colin's a little bit salty after that, that last game of Fibbage. Oh, dude. <laughs> Alright. Oh. Let me just say, like, Fibbage is the best party game ever. Yeah, that it pretty much a... is. You're all welcome. It... Oh my god. Just go on. Do you want to play you... that after the podcast? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay, let's do if it. Possible. Uh, but what have you guys been playing recently? Because, uh, you know, it's been a week. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I said this last time on the podcast, uh, I've been finishing up Dark Knight, did, uh, the Protocol 
the Nightfall Protocol, so that was awesome. And What's now that? I'm, that's like the secret ending for Dark Knight or the Arkham Knight game. Oh, I didn't know so, that. Yeah, so it's like after you get finish the game right around like 60, 70 percent, it says, oh, "Okay, do the Nightfall Protocol," which is finished like a hundred percent it pretty much, except for the Riddler trophies. I don't think you need to get those. Oh, okay. Um, at least I didn't. And then you kind of just go and do that, and then now they have the story missions. So that's like you have the Harley Quinn missions, you have the the Red Hood, you know, the Batgirl ones. So okay, I'm very cool. Work my way through those, and then I've also been playing Dragon Quest Nine, um, because it's actually a really great game. Some probably like one of my favorite like JRPGs ever. Uh, I I like Dragon Quest a lot more than than Final Fantasy at this point. I think so. I think I that's that. that's totally understandable. I think yeah. Dragon Quest tends to keep true to form a little bit better. I haven't even been able to play Dragon Quest X just because of, you know, the MMO crap that they pull in the, in Japan. But now with Dragon Quest Heroes coming out, I guess I'm going to be getting a little bit of that experience. All right. Uh, on the PlayStation. How about you, Jeff? What have you been playing? Uh, I've pretty much just been, uh, no, I've been playing more than one game. I thought it was just one. Uh, I've been mostly playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3D. I got back mm-hmm. into that because I put a lot of hours into that and I'm, Finally decided to go back into it, do some more questing. I refer to that time as Rhine time. <laughs> yeah, grind time. Um, but yeah, I'm no Rhine time. I'm pretty close to like one of the bosses that after you finish the whole round of battles, it locks some missions away. So right now I'm just going back, doing missions and fighting, uh, enemies that are like super high level. So I'm kind of over leveling. Like the boss I'm going to fight is like level 70 and now my team's like level 80. So I'm excited. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying that a lot. Uh, it's fun to be that overpowered. It's kind of fun to be like super overpowered when you like super like grind and then you go and you start like going to boss battles and stuff and you just like two shot them. It's like, yes. Well, yeah, but feel my power. Probably one of the best things about this is, um, one, I've gotten to experiment with the parties, uh, with the, with the three person party a lot more out of the seven characters that you can use or six. Seven, yeah. Seven characters you can use, and it's very interesting. But the other thing is, Xenoblade, uh, throughout the areas that you progress through, enemies are, like, about your level. Like, when you're level 14, you'll find level 14 and lower enemies. However, in each area, there's also enemies that are, like, way higher level than you. Like, level 70 or 80 back in those level 14 areas. And I'm going back and fighting those ones. So it's a nice, it's a nice way okay. so that I don't have to grind in the same area. I'm actually retreading my steps and discovering new areas and trying that out. Uh, but I also played uh, a little bit of Smash Bros. I've moved into uh, a new apartment, uh, got a new roommate, and I've been playing. You're still it a like the best Shulk I've ever played. Aww, that's cute. It's because I never. It's because I always play shirtless Shulk. Shulk. Anyway, um, enough about that. Uh, Colin, what have you been playing? I've been mainly catching up on my backlog of PlayStation exclusives. Um, I finished. I started and finished recently The Order 1886. Um, which you loved. <laughs> you know, here's the thing about The Order. Um, it was pretty much the only game for the PS4 I was any kind of interested in. And now... No, I understand. I was the same way. Now having played it, it's not a bad game. But it, it is incredibly short. And it's it's the same third-person shooter you've played on any other platform. That's about... Like, there's... There's Which nothing really special about it. It doesn't look like a third-person shooter, or first-person shooter. It's third-person. Okay, I'm sorry, I was just making sure I... I said third-person, thought I was wrong, said first-person, and now I am wrong. So yeah, it doesn't <laughs> look if like... If you played your Gears of War, if you played your... But it doesn't look like it would be that kind of game. It looks like it'd be more like Bloodborne. But it's it's not. It's, it's every other... With a really bad storyline. 
with you know, a we talk, we talk tremendously story horrible storyline. Kind of amazing. <laughs> uh, um, I've seen fan fiction written better. Oh, God. Oh, Otherwise, I, I, yeah. Adam, we performed fan fictions better than the Order 1886. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, I've that. been playing... Um, uh, recently, I picked up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Hyperstone Heist for the Sega Genesis. Which is the uh, Turtles in Time Re- one for... Reboot, sort of, for the Genesis. Yeah. And yeah. it's great. It's great with friends. That's good. If you, if you feel like shelling out the $50 that it's worth, go God. get it. Or you can emulate it. That, that too. Shelling out. <laughs> and yeah. last but not least, um, I've been playing... I've been trying to get into... New Super Mario Brothers 2 on the 3DS because I've been going out a lot recently on various trips. And um, I own that game. Man, Sorry. why isn't there any good portable Mario games? You know, there used to be. There I'm not I'm not so sure about Boy. that. Mario Land is good. Uh Mario Land 2 is okay. It's like Mario 3 with a really wonky camera because it's on I mean, Android. Chris, when you say there are good handheld Mario games, are you talking about the SNES ports of good Mario games? That that might that be what I'm referring to. Because I yeah, agree like the, with you, because Super series, Mario World... That doesn't really count, in my opinion. Yeah, like yeah. Super Mario Advance, that series, that was great. But it's yeah. the old games. They're just... I, yeah, pr- that's pretty much what it is. Um, I guess that's... Besides the, the one for the three, uh, 3DS, that's all the experience I have with uh, the handheld Mario games. Yeah. Mario yeah, Land, the, Mario yeah. Land 2, uh, New Super Mario Brothers on the DS, and 3D Land. They're good but the rest are all pretty mediocre. I I really like um cuz one of my one of the first games I really got into as a kid was uh Super Mario Brothers 2, I think it was for the the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Or uh, the game yeah, I think it was the Advance. And uh I loved it cuz it just like I could play as Luigi, I could play as Toad, Princess Peach, I could play as Mario if I wanted to. You know, I I had that option like, you know, I I don't know why, but I really remember enjoying the fight with Birdo. As like yeah. it's one of the earliest boss fights I remember having as a kid, and there was just something so charming about it because it was so simple and just like I don't know, I just I just felt like sharing that. Um, recently, uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Lethal oh, yeah, League. Yeah, Adam, what have you been playing? <laughs> yeah, uh, I I played uh, Lethal League, which is I think a, a game I mentioned before, and Rocket League, which I hmm. get those oh. two confused a lot because those you... wait. You've been playing Legal- Lethal League though, not Rocket League. Playing both actually. Oh, okay, because Rocket League is pretty great. Yeah, no, I I rock at Rocket League. You also had oh, your first okay. game of Quake Live the other day, which I did, and I wasn't that bad. Yeah, eh, it could get better, but it's it's not something that I was like, this is so bad, I'll never get good at it, sort of thing. Yeah, which is good. I, I heard Lethal League's pretty awesome. Lethal League's great. I I highly recommend it. It's a fun it's a fun little like uh. I I, I one of my favorite interviews is by like Total Biscuit. It's like it's all right. He wrote. Specifically, I describe it as battle pong principles of fighting games melded with a tennis-like mechanic, only worthwhile in multiplayer. I'm like, he wrote a one-liner in there that's somewhere. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say battle pong is a great way to describe it. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of like dodgeball, but yeah. uh, you know, you kind of bounce it off the walls and stuff. But uh, with Rocket League, I, I I can dominate that game, especially in single-player mode. I beat my I've beaten my friend. My recent accomplishment was that I, I beat one of my friends in Rocket League twelve to nothing. What the? F- wow. <laughs> yeah. That, um. But like, oh, it's just one on one, and the rest is like, uh, like 
robots or is it like what is it? one one no just like one person versus one person oh okay oh i mean one person or one person sorry i i prefer like the full matchup like i like multiplayer no no i played i played the multiplayer match them we, we were just because we only had the two of us right and you know it, it's the computer opponents uh computer assistants kind of suck so yeah. uh he wasn't doing too great in those matchups yeah uh so I switched to single player and it was not much better. Um, playing online is interesting. I actually really like it because it's it's refreshing to not have the computer's weird sort of decisions going on all the time. Yeah. Um, so the AI, AI is it's pretty good, but it's not my favorite AI <laughs> by, by 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 a mile. But yeah, that's that's what I'm up to. I've also been drawing a lot more recently. I think that the banner for this week will probably be done by me if if I can. Um, if not, I'll have a link down below to some of my artwork. A uh, small little shout out. Uh, I'm going to be doing a special deal on my art recently because, you know, uh, I've, I feel a little bit better on my skills and, you know, haven't really been able to get many commissions and commissions help me afford food. Um, what better way to promote yourself than on your own podcast? Right, right, right. Uh, which I do on Twitter. And if you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me already because I, I talk about the podcast a lot on there. Um, but... Uh, if you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. Yeah, follow Chris on Twitter as well. You can follow Colin on Twitter as well. All those will be down below. Uh, but my art right now goes for $5 for a sketch and $10 for a colored commission, which is super cheap. Um, but I'm not that good of an artist, so, you know. <laughs> You've got a good style. You would scroll and it's I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting better. But, like, I think it's I think it's it's definitely worth the price uh, considering, you know, I, I do put work into it. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's a little deal for you guys. If you are interested or if you know anyone interested, please share it around. If not, at least follow us on Twitter and uh, get in touch with us because that's the easiest way to ask us questions, talk to us, hear updates about the podcast, hear updates about who's going to be on next, in the coming weeks, who's going to be coming off in the coming weeks. Or who you want on the podcast so we can try to get them. Oh, yeah. That's that's another great way to do it. That's how we, we're getting a, a guess in another couple of weeks that uh, you know someone actually recommended us uh, personally. So, hey. But anyway, let's, let's get into... Let's get into some uh, topics this week. Do you guys... Oh, one other thing I want to mention is that there's this video series that I saw recently online. It's super funny that you should check out. It's like this uh, UCF EA glitches thing. Uh, I have to find out who exactly was the actual original creator of the this like video series. But it's basically they mimic the announcers from the actual U- UFC. And uh, they like do serious commentary of the glitches. It's super funny. Totally recommend it. But anyway, let's get into some of the fan topics. Um, so, a fan asks... If you could create a spin-off based around any character from the Zelda universe, not the site, who would be it based around, and what would the game be like? Obviously, you can't just describe the Tingle games. Come up with something new. Mine would be an Assassin's Creed-type game starring Sheik set during the seven-year period that Link was sealed away in Ocarina of Time. Sincerely, Daniel. Thanks, Dan. Uh, what a wonderful question. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. I would have said the the Sheik thing, but we've talked about that so much that at this point it's no longer original to kind of say Sheik as a character. So I'm sure that some of you might have had that as your answer uh, when you looked over the topics for this week. Just want to say now, Sheik's off the table. Whoops. Can't have a game about Sheik. For you. God, God damn it. Was that your idea? Yeah, it was. Well, no, no, no. Like, oh, I was going to be like, is that is that for you guys? Like, like you couldn't come up with a game with Sheik? No, no, I'm saying, like, it's it's one of the most, like, suggested things to Nintendo, I feel like, for the Zelda series. Oh, right. Like, I mean, I was just, like, that's talking, uh, like, in the context of his question, like, if you could create, like, a, a game based around it. He's yeah. saying something come up with uh, something new, and that's that's very old hat, so. Are we also cutting off uh, the idea of a uh, game based around Zelda? No. Yes. No, no, no. 
Um, you have to, well, I mean, obviously you'd have to be original. Like you could say, um, like, uh, you could have a game based around like, you know, running your own pirate ship and, you know, sailing <laughs> like right before you, with Tetra and like before you meet Link. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that would be pretty cool. Like you like build and upgrade your ship and then you like, All right, you, here's... you like defeat other like, uh, pirate groups. Yark. I think. All right. Here's, know, what, I here's cool. what I got. All right. Puyo Puyo, uh, clone. With the uh, the rock folks from Ocarina of Time, Gorons. Yeah, the rock folks. The rock wow, folks. Colin. Oh, hey, you know what? I like Link to the Past is my favorite. And Damn. get get me out of here, Jeff. Yeah. Get me out of here. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm um, sorry. Uh, I, 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 I like that one. It's most well rounded. That's not bad. I'm just. Saying, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to be like Ocarina is too, terrible. Too but like, I'm. I just. I it's think not Adam. <laughs> yeah, I just it was good on the GBA. It's good on the SNES. Um, there you go. I guess, uh, but it's good in my heart. Yeah, I, I, I have, I had a pretty good idea for like a spinoff game, so to speak. Okay. I would, it, like, I wouldn't make this like a short game. I kind of, I would hope this would be considered in the in the they would place it somewhere in the Hostoria, like somewhere cool. Uh, my idea would sort of be like almost like a lineage game in a way, not less like Assassin's Creed, but more like. Think of a game like Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Um, okay. You have a game where you can play as three protagonists, and you do each of their stories, and at the end, they all intertwine some way. So, what I would do is, I like the I like the idea in, in a lot of the in some of the Zelda games where Link has family members, like you know, Link to the Past, he has an uncle, or like that's a Link to the Past, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you know, in Wind Waker, he has who everyone a for some reason thinks he dies. I mean. He did. He doesn't That's die. He did. Debatable. Debatable. No. That's not up... the topic. Je- no, no, hold on. Jeff, he shows up in the credit scene. He does? Yeah. But he fades away. I don't understand. Maybe he just fades away, like, different. Maybe he's... Jeff, dead. people just sometimes fade away, okay? Yeah, Jeff, come on. There's two um, things I know in life. That's what happens when enemy when enemies die. They like explode or fade away. No, they go. They're just going home. So what are you saying? His uncle's an enemy, Jeff? Is that what you're really saying around here? Is Adam? Yeah. Is Adam really like? It, it sounds like you. You think you're one of those people who was told, "Oh yeah, the the enemies are sent to a farm." They and are. That's why you never see them again. Yeah, they're sent to a farm. Yeah, sent just to like farm. my cat. Yeah, just like your cat. Okay. Okay. But anyways, I always like the idea of Link having family members, like, in the series. Like, some in some stories. Like, you know, Wind Waker, he has his grandma, and he has a sister, and then, you know, Link to the Past, he has an uncle. So I had an idea of, well, so the Links come from, like, different ages in time. What mm-hmm. if, in this one game, we have a, a man formerly known as the Hero of Time, or whatever title. Like Prince? I'm sorry, like a Prince? No, 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 like Prince, like the artist formerly known as the Hero of Time. Sure, like Prince. He's he's the man formerly known as the Hero of Time. No, but he's like an old dude, and back in his day, he, you know, he was the hero. He defeated oh. evil. Oh, we, so, we've kind of had like a, a discussion about this kind of idea of like a, like a, a link that, you know, used to be. Yeah, um, and now, like... and now in the, in my, in the case of in the game, I would like to see, or mm-hmm. like if I were to create one. Never thought of it in a game contest though, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe you know, he like... has like three grandkids. Each with like something about them. He has two sons and a daughter. Uh, the order of the first son, he's more powerful. 
The daughter, who's the second oldest, she's more wise. And the last son, he's the youngest. He's, you know, he's full of courage. He's got the most chutzpah. He's got the most chutzpah. That's what he's got. That's what it is. Uh, and, you know. I got Mexican. I like that. Force yeah. chutzpah. The Triforce of Chutzpah. That's what it is. And so you go in the game for each one, and then you discover a little more about the characters. And, you know, they're all trying to become, like, the next, like, kind of hero in a way. They are, they're all, like, mm-hmm. so not competing, but, like, they're all trying to make their grandfather proud. Or, like, some of them fail and, you know. Papa will notice me. Something like that, pretty much. And so you go along their stories and you do their dungeons. And then, you know, you turn as the oldest son. He turns to the dark side, so to speak. And, you know, the power that he wants is He gets a cool him. mask and a black cape. He gets he a, a death star. A cape. He turns giant pig and he's like, I don't know what he does. Then the daughter, she gets trapped by this dude, almost. Not trapped, but like, you know, she's in peril because she's wise. And, you know, wise people become in peril all the time. And then the little boy who needs the courage or the kid or however the hell old he is, he's like, I'm man, I got a man up and I got to go through these temples and You stuff. know, it, it, I, I, that sorry to interrupt, way but I think. overly complicated. I think it's, that, uh. It's like could, any other Zelda game. You could deal with it like, uh. King- of, of Kingdom Hearts Birth by Slate. Yeah, you could de- take much. it. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, I mean. No, actually, if you're gonna, um, if you're gonna have the like three kids, you might as well, uh, you know, make at least two of them, make them, you know, the main like make the the boy and the girl main the main character and the older brother is kind of like the one that you you kind of just get to know. That's what I'm um, thinking, like something like that, like that's what I'm trying to say, something like. Birth and then by you release, uh, you release the Legend of Zelda Redux, and then you include them as like a secret alternate plot mission story thing. Yeah, I'm not about Reduxes right now. I'm trying to make a good game. Something I know. Like it, was, the Wii U. Right, it was like so I'm, suggestion. I'm just gonna throw out more ideas. I know you said no chic, but no. Well, just because like um, everyone always, the reason know, is but... that everyone always says chic, so it's not really a new idea. So I don't know. I, I but, just wanted to honestly. The way that... I would like to see, in again, clones because whatever. Um, of either something like Shinobi or Strider, starring chic. Okay. That'd okay. So cool. not not the seven year thing, like, but just like something else yeah. with the chic character. Okay. That's what, because most people, they like, they go, oh, immediately, you know, I want the chic. And we all do, which is like, that's the most overdone thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's the most, yeah. it's the thing that everyone wants. We're not really thinking of other ideas, and that's not really what the guy was asking for. So I, I just thought it would I be gotta, better to add that restriction. Okay. I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, there's a bunch of chic people, like, training to become, like, the chic. I'm like, what, what is this? You could have, like, you could definitely have, like, a, a sort of thing where, you know, you have, like, chic as like a a, a a recruit trying to like, I mean she's learning the Sheikah ways. Oh my god, you just actually reminded me. What, what if we had a Zelda game that had all like the 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 characters? You like, mean Hyrule Warriors? Not all, not Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> it would have like all like the the the, the B characters. You know, you'd have Navi, Tatel, oh, Eslo. Yeah, you have like the B team and like Mid- Midna. And they all have to get together. Even like you see Sheik in there and like oh and Ross. like Link's trapped. And Link's trapped, and they That'd have to work together. And oh my god, imagine playing as Ezloff. Yeah. All right, you know what? No, here we go. Here's the last last idea. This will floor everyone. Uh, Pepsi Man clone starring the Running Man and the Mailman. Please stop. For Ocarina of Time. With your George weird mask. We're good. We're done. Let's zip up. I doubt anyone here board. has played. Huge. Yeah, I haven't played said game. Uh, well, look it up. Killing Floor. What? Killing Killing Floor. Is I thought that's like, what we were making reference to because they have that same joke, don't they? About uh, Pepsi Man. Something like Pepsi that. Pepsi Man anyway. is an actual video game. 
Oh, based I didn't know there was actual video games as well. The titular Pepsi Man from Pepsi. Car- you know the Car- Pepsi Man franchise. Yeah, Adam, yeah. It's it's growing. It's it's the biggest thing in the industry. Pepsi Man, Ocarina of Time, Pepsi Man, Modern Pepsi, Warfare. Pepsi, it's the choice of a generation. Pepsi Man <laughs> exactly. featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. You know that sort of thing. Anyway, Jeff, did you have an idea? I was gonna say Knuckles and Pepsi Man, but that's okay. oh, oh there you go. See, do you have a serious idea? That's okay. Uh, serious idea. When you said um, a spinoff starring starring another character, the first character to come to mind was Lineback because he was a really endearing side yes. character, and I feel like it'd yes. just be fun to uh, have a game where you sail the seas as him. And you're just sort of into, you're just, it's just a pirate adventure, but it's set in the Zelda universe. So it's kind of like what you're talking about with Tetra, but with this character that you don't really know who was sort of. I'm imagining like a Jack Sparrow sort of thing. Kind of. Lineback isn't really the Jack Sparrow character, is he? For some reason, I'm really big, like big on the boat building thing. Wait, what was that, Chris? I said I wouldn't consider him more of the the Jack Sparrow type of guy, except for like the whole philosophy, like let's run to get away. Or, like, yeah. Get, we'll, no, we he's must, not. He's we not, must run. Yeah, he's not super something. close to Jack Sparrow. Um, but it, no, I mean no, it's I like kind of like just kind of just kind of out there, sort of like goofy, sort of like Jack of all trades, jokester kind of thing. I don't know. He always gave me that impression. He like, was not, a like, good character. Like, like charming. You know what I mean? Like, that was his thing to me. Like, yeah. he's, he's a very charming character. Yeah. And I mean, I if know. you're talking about, I know, Chris, if you want to play as Ezlo, um, I mean, do you, are you really set on hat Ezlo or like actually? Oh, I mean, you could minish, choose the, the, the minish, minish Ezlo who has like magic powers and is a source. Is it a sorcerer? If he could or transform it? into the hat, uh, he's one of the things. If he could okay. transform into the hat at will and the hat has a certain abil- abilities, that would be equally as cool. I wouldn't mind playing as either one. Because I, I mean, I'm much more a fan of Hat as low. Cause Maybe he could be in uh, Hero Warriors, the Hero Warriors All Stars. I mean, have we discussed? <laughs> um, have we discussed the idea of? I think we have. Whether a Zelda game actually needs Link? Uh, yes, I think so. Okay, because I was thinking, like, in these spin-off games, like, would they would they need Link? Because the only uh, spin-off game I can think of besides for Hero Warriors, which still uses all the characters, is uh, Tingle's Rosy Ruby Land, and Link's yeah. Crossbow Training. Um, yeah, but, but uh, I think that I think that that question, even if we didn't a- answer it, I think that question's already been answered with the Metroid Prime Federation Force reactions by most fans, where it's yeah, you you kind of need the tight the true. titular character, That's true. despite think, yeah, no, but it's not like they're they're calling it like Legend of Zelda Ocarina of of Federation Force, you know? Well, no, but like they're, Metroid they're stamping has Metroid Prime on that thing. Where in that name does it say Samus? It doesn't, but it says exactly. Prime but name. it's still, it's still very. It matters so much to have. Sam- well, it takes place in the Metroid Prime universe. It's a hundred percent a Metroid Prime game, but it doesn't have Samus, so it's not what the fans wanted. Uh, um, I feel like if it didn't have the Prime, people would. It would. Like, I'm just be saying. Like, I, I think it's. I think that people would freak out if there was like a, a Zelda game without Link. If I'm not um, mistaken, uh, Metroid, yeah, Metroid, uh, Federation Force is going to have Samus appear in it. She's just not yes. playable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna be making cameos and stuff like that. Okay. Um, talking about babies. Like the, the Federation Force leader. <laughs> yeah. We're talking the Federation about Force is actually babies in these like big mech suits, and they they walk around and. That sounds about right. It's up to it's, Samus. Uh, it's, to... It's, it's it's a bold move by Nintendo, but uh, but uh, an interesting one. <laughs> anyway, you betcha. Shit, you betcha. Shit, you betcha. Yeah. Um, I would like to see more just world building sort of things 
at the very least, like there's a lot of there's a lot of gaps in the Zelda series, which we've definitely talked about. A lot of history that happens in the in betweens, mm-hmm. a lot of things that people like try to find out. I would love to see someone discovering the the journey that we've been on, especially one that we've already been on. Well, if we're gonna, I mean, take, honestly, if- for the longest time, I I just wanted like someone asked me, oh, what would you want out of a Zelda spinoff? I went, oh, a hack and slash with all the characters. Hyrule Warriors happened. I mean. So all my bases are pretty much covered mm-hmm. on that. I and I reward is a good game. So, but if we were yeah. going to cover like a storyline that we know about that we haven't delved into, I think a cool one would be the time between Ocarina, Ocarina of Time and um, Twilight Princess, specifically like what's going on in the Twilight Realm and Ganondorf's escape, because mm-hmm. that sounds like a that sounds like a fun time to me. Like the whole underground kind of uh, usurper thing that Zant. And Ganondorf get going. I gotta say, Zant's always been one of my favorite like enemy type characters. Like he's always his design just made him look like made me want to be more interested in him. What's that? Uh, I don't know. He just uh, it's like Zant has a theme behind like but I I think I don't know if it's called Zant's theme, but um actually it is. Um, <laughs> I think it's the music that um that's just behind Zant. I'm just like wow. His, not only the design, but the music behind him. Just like he kind of looks like a menacing character. Music then, really sells his old series for a lot of people, I think. I'm sorry? I think music's one of, like, the, the things that people in the Zelda, like, fan base appreciate, but they never really bring up as much as they should. Like, it, it sells the games for a lot yeah. of people. Like, it, because it sells that mood. Dude, you wouldn't believe it. Like, I know this isn't necessarily the same, but, like, the, just the music aspect in video games. I was in, in my car the other day with my mom, and I had my Smash Bros. Uh, CD in my car, and it was just going on, like, random tracks. And my mom was like, where is all this music from? It sounds really well done. I'm like, oh, these are like tracks from video games. Mom, she's like, what? She's like, she couldn't comprehend the fact that video games have music like orchestrated like this to be like so well done. She's like, that's amazing. I can't. Oh, yeah. A lot of fighting games, I, if you can choose music in them, I get really annoyed if I'm not listening to the tracks that I really want to listen to. Yeah. Because, my God, do I get, like, the the Sonic level. I knew you were going to bring that up. Yep, and it has one of my favorite songs, Rooftop Run. It has a bunch of other really good music in the the, the Wii U version, but the, the 3DS version has just Live and Learn and Green Hill Zone. And I like those songs, but I'm really tired of them. <laughs> Dude, and, I don't know. I always put on the, Son- the Sonic Heroes song. You know what? Yeah, Fighting game has really great music. On Killer Instinct. Which game? Yes. No, I literally... I was actually... Both was, soundtracks are fantastic. I was just listening to that, actually. While I love I was Killer drawing. Cuts and Killer Cuts Gold. They're both uh, 10 out of 10. Matt Gordon? Love them. Or Matt Gordon? Name? His name is? The guy who does, like, the, the raps and stuff for Killer Instinct? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Super good. Yeah. I really like him. Orchid's I'm, theme I'm not... is the best. Can we agree on that? Uh, I don't think I've listened to that one right, uh, recently enough to remember it. <laughs> Play hard with a feeling... That one, I like the 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 rise up one. I forget. I'll, we'll we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I'll remember it. We'll later. just share MP3s. Yeah, and I talk about it. Uh, quote unquote, unquote legally. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you're gonna make um, a mixtape. Um, let's get into another one of our fan topics. Uh, hey guys, I'm Adam from Missouri. I love your guys' podcasts. They always give me something to look forward to my Saturdays, and I was wondering if you'd be interested in reading my fan topic. We are. Um, a recent daily debate on Zelda Informer had me thinking, and I wanted to hear your guys' opinion on it. What do you, which do you prefer and why? Adult Link or Child Link? Also, what are some of the aspects of Link's design that you would like to see changed or have more variations of? 
Like, would you want future links to look more different from previous ones, or would you rather have the same young boy, blonde or brown hair, blue eyes, green tuner guidelines of, in all installments? Thank you so much. I love hearing what you guys have to say. Keep up the good work. Well, Adam from Missouri, I personally want to see Link with a beard, so he'd obviously have to be a little older for that one. I think, like, really? a middle-aged Link would be really cool, uh, just because we've never had someone a Link of that age. So, mm-hmm. uh, Link, middle-aged beard, maybe he's got a stiff leg, so he needs cane, sort of. But uh, when it comes down to fighting, he's all, it's like, he sacrifices, like... Oh, like Master Swordsman, but he can't exactly move like he used to? Yeah. So he's still, like, super good, but he just kind of stands still? Not necessarily stands still, like, because then that would be like, what the heck? Like, he's just gonna be, it's gonna be a slow game. Uh, but, like, you know, maybe, like, in terms of, like, the story and stuff like that, because, you know, Zelda now has cutscenes, so to speak. Um, Right, right. So it's like, you see, like, he struggles a little bit. You could have a game where Link is, like, like kind of he can't really move so he kind of like is that cool sort of like swordsman and he like he even like has a like an ability where he gets enemies to come at him yeah like, or like, he, like oh or like well, his assistant sort of helps him like kind of re-energize like his body not his assistant or assistant know. has like kind of like whipping motions that like pull enemies in and he just like stabs that actually sounds cool i would like to see link with a whip oh my god that would you be heard awesome. it here folks we, we've we've talked First. about uh, the, the Legend idea. of Arthritis now on the Nintendo eShop. <laughs> uh, download it now. Get your Club Nintendo points. Except that it's closed, but it's going to come back anyway, so. And get your as, uh, get your special sword as... whip. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about now. Of... Uh, get your multicam sword. GameStop. Power We've... to the players. <laughs> We've talked about it before. We I had this idea of like a video game, basically, that I just use generally now. Uh, but... Uh, Zelda game specifically, where you you had the master sword's handle, but you didn't exactly have the blade. You had like a, a bunch of different like interlocking pieces that attached to the handle. That so, just could go to so many wrong places. So you could have a whip and a mace and a sword, but I guess you no, could that, go there. Chris. Honestly, no. I mean, because that would work. Because let's say you were to put the hammer on one end of that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's still like the master weapon. It just has all these different attachments to it. That I I actually I like that idea. That yeah, I'm, I'm probably I know gonna use that in a future game. <laughs> but anyway, they could if they want to. I would mind it. Back to the think- child versus adult link thing. I'm gonna have to staunchly go against what Chris is talking about with an older link, just because the thing about Zelda is it seems to me it's all about that uh, feeling of young, exciting adventure for the first time. So right, right. I think it's really important to have a young character that doesn't mean a child. Um, because I really like how Link looks as an o- slightly older individual, like in Twilight Princess and in Skyward Sword. And in, I, I could only later see on in like my time. I mean, I could only see like my idea like happening as a sequel to one of those games, just because like usually every new game starts with a rather younger adult Link or a younger kid Link. In general. So, I mean, like, it would have to be a sequel to something like one of those games. Right. But I do like your idea of sort of an assistant because that could sort of offset it where, yeah, it's still about that feeling of adventure, but you're getting it in a different way. Yeah. I don't want to say the word assistant. I meant someone like, you know, like a Midna or someone like that. Like a a new partner. Yeah, a new partner who's like, who is... Uh, getting you, used to just as you're, as you're the young, you're the young, reckless new rookie, and he's the old, gristled veteran. <laughs> so, so it's a, retirement. It's on that on that same off. wavelength uh, sequel that's to a, that's, a Zelda game. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm well. I'm. You have sequels like you know Phantom Hourglass, Majora's Mask, and uh, 
uh, I'm, I want to, I think those are the only two actual, uh, like sequels, pretty much. And Spirit yeah. Tracks. Is, no, this, well, Spirit this... Tracks takes place decades later. And Oracle a new well, and I mean, Zelda 2. Um... Uh, there's also the unreleased third Oracle game. Uh, that, I heard about that one, and I was, I heard it, it was, it, it's not that it needed to be released. It was just that they, uh, it was, they couldn't figure out how to get the co- the, the password system to work for a third game, so they just gave up on it. Um, cause they wanted it to be a, a direct sequel to the other, the other two games. Right. Like, uh, um, what was the name of the game though? Like, uh, I forgot what it was called. Which game? Like, the, 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 the green edition, I guess, of like you have eight ages, seasons, and then the green one was the one that they couldn't bring to the to the US. Does it have a name? Oracle of Ages, Seasons, and the third one never got released at all. I think that's never got released. Thinking. My mistake. Yeah, the third one, which I just mentioned, was never yeah. made or released because they couldn't figure out the password. I think system. He's asking for the name of that one. They or don't have a name for it. Oh, I thought. I thought. I thought there's no official name for it. I think there's like there's like, oh no I thought it was called Mystical Seed. No, that's I think that's the name of either a fan made one Mi- or that Mystical was Mystical Seed of Courage I believe is what it was. Mm, that sounds pretty fan made to me. Let, I think it's a um, fan made or it was a it was a temp name that they were using. Because there was no there it would have it would have probably been called Oracle of something and they don't have anything official because that game never was never made. Yeah, yeah. Um. I I think they did program quite a bit of it, but it just wasn't finished. Yeah, I, I, that's understandable. What would the third Oracle be? I'm trying to think of something else that they could change. Ages, seasons, play. <laughs> like I think World Oracle of World would work because then you could change the landscape. But I mean, they're yeah. all they're all based around. Time. Well, seasons changes the landscape in general. Like, you know, like yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm talking about. By the way, Chris, I I recently checked what you uh. The, the article he linked. Yes, he was near final logo and confirmed U.S. name was Mystical Seed of Courage, but it was never made. <laughs> That's interesting. Getting back oh, on that... topic, I know okay. Jeff chose what, Child Link. I, I guess that's what you're getting Not at. Not quite child link. Like, I'm thinking. He's saying a younger link. He prefers them with, uh, under 20. Yeah, for, like, coming, for like coming childhood coming mystical of age. wonder. Coming Chris of age wants kind of guy. a grizzled Joel from Last of Us link. No. I'm just going to say it. I want Adult Link and to the secondary questions, yes, yes, he should stay the same because, Adam, you've seen that image I've sent you about three or four times. Which one? You know exactly. I'm going to link it right here and you can link it in the bottom in the link dump. Oh, yeah. Look at that link. Look at that link. Oh, the cutie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a sweetie. There you go. Want to pet that golden blonde hair? Oh God! Anyway, For, I'm gonna forget I looked at that photo. <laughs> it will never leave your mind. You're gonna he's wake so up in the middle of the night. He's gonna be. He's gonna be. Senpai oh, he's gonna be resting on his arms. And go, hey, how are you? <laughs> you doing okay there? Me get you something? <laughs> he's a sweetheart. He doesn't. He doesn't just like. He he doesn't just invite you into his home. He hosts you in his home. Yeah. Right. He gets you. He gets you something to drink. He gets you a nice. Welcome little, to my lovely treehouse. Yeah, please take more a seat like on hero a log. hospitality. Dude, I would swoon over Link. <laughs> He's a beautiful man. Anyway, <laughs> I think regardless with my of fan uh, gender or sexuality, everyone what? loves Link. Yeah, I know. He's a beautiful boy. Yep. Um. Yeah, but I 
I hear hmm, Link's appearance has kind of changed a bit, but it's mostly been brown or blonde hair. Uh, the one time it was pink just for like graphical reasons. But yeah, I think he should always kind of be around the same look and appearance, uh, especially because it's a reincarnation. Um, and that's kind of how it's been the whole time. And people say, well, things change, but it hasn't changed at all. Yeah, it, has, time. it doesn't really change for Legend of Zelda. And if and Miyamoto, I'm sure at this point in time would have already changed it if he wanted to. I mean, I think it makes. I think it's kind of like uh, where Chris and I were getting at, where if you added another character and wanted to change some focus to that, that's okay. But Link is still keep Link, Link. as Link. Yeah, so if you want to add another hero who's like kind of in addition to the Hero of Time, either as a sidekick or a partner character or just even someone else more major, uh, that's okay. But Link is going to be Link. He's an icon and he, he's, uh, it's easy. It's, you identify him with the Legend of Zelda series. Wait, Adam, what are you talking about? They have changed Link. Didn't you see his scarf? (laughs) Oh my God. I want to, I want to get off that. (laughs) scarf. It was actually fun. I think it was it was somewhere on Zelda Former I saw it the other day. Someone recolored the um the Zelda Wii U link from the blue like tunic that he had into green. Yeah, um, that's a that's a yeah. comic common image that circulated around since then. Yeah, no, I I mean and I understand why they did that, obviously, because you know, I mean it looks okay, but honestly I don't it looks mind like the, the blue. It doesn't it doesn't look bad. It looks yeah. like his before hero clothes. It doesn't look like a full outfit. Yeah, I, I like the I like the outfit that we saw in Zelda Wii U. I mean, I I have serious doubts that that's what we're gonna clothes. see again. But no, it is. I really hope they make it really like to get his actual green tunic. I hope they they do it in a really cool way. Like like they make it a journey. You earn it. You, exactly. I, I, I like, like earning things. I you know like how like earning you my... get the master sword after you go through. Yeah, in whatever. Like the past, you don't just get the master sword. You have to do get the three gems and surprisingly you do the same thing in Ocarina of Time. You get all the chaos emeralds. Yeah, yeah, you get all the chaos emeralds, you summon uh, the super emerald and... I don't and, and then you turn gold and Sonic and then you, and then you, you eat yellow. chili cheese dogs and then you perform Kamehameha waves. We're trying to make this all make sense. It doesn't really transfer over. Anyway. Featuring um, Oh my god. Yeah, we all know Sonic Master- Lost World is uh, by far the greatest Zelda game to date. So. <laughs> Please stop. Um... I was actually Jeff. You reminded me of something that I just saw because you, you, your small mention of Dragon Ball Z just like just hit something in my brain that I just completely disliked. Uh, did you guys see? There's a, a there's there's a new 3ds uh, Dragon Ball Z game coming out. Oh yeah, and it's special edition for um for the UK comes with like a special edition uh three uh new 3ds um like plates cover plates and yeah. it's just the fact that the the US still doesn't have the plated three new 3ds. Like the ones you get the smaller version. I mean, the thing is, I mean, the thing is, it doesn't make any sense for them to bring the regular new 3DS here because if you look at how the regular new 3DS is even selling in the territories it is available in, even Japan, it's being outsold by like Uh, everything else. Right, but that's funny because they're still not making anything for it. That's the that's the one I want. Well, no, they no the new 3DS XL, the larger one, is selling well. It's selling just fine. No, um, but that's what I mean. It's that they're not making the plates or anything for it, even despite the fact that it's getting out the better numbers, and it would be more make oh, more sense make to make. Well, I don't think it's part of the structure. For it. It's not. He, he's talking about the XL one, right, Adam? You're talking about the XL uh, one. He, Who? I, he, me, no, I'm no, not. Chris no, is Chris is saying that the the uh, the regular the, the, the regular 3ds get, is getting all the face plates, but n- no one is buying it. Is what you're saying? Well, so yes. I don't understand why they're still doing it. Why they're still making? Well, I mean, I want. I want the one that with the interchangeable faceplates. Like, I know, no, I know, 
What I'm saying is what they should be doing instead is just the fact that the 3DS XL is selling more and it's available in more regions. They should make faceplates for that one because oh, that yeah, way yeah, they yeah. have a bigger spread of how many people they can sell it to. It'll cost a little bit more, obviously, because of the larger size, but not by much. And the the, ben- the the returns will probably be a lot larger, and you have a larger chance of returns yeah, because I mean, of the I, fact that you kind of. I don't exactly you know, understand actually- why they never did that because I I mean I saw a Zelda case that was really nice the other day, and I was like, you know, I'd like to have that. I don't want to cover up my Majora's Mask design um, all the there time. It's a, nice to have the change. But yeah, there's it's nice a Demon change. Watch faceplate for the uh, new 3DS. Those, the regular. It's a really one. nice one too. Yeah, it was actually looks great. Not even I guess the faceplate isn't the only thing that bothers me because um. So I said earlier in the podcast that currently I'm playing uh, Dragon Quest Nine, and Dragon Quest Nine is actually a DS game, not even a 3DS game. So the only thing about playing the regular DS games on my 3DS, it's not a problem that a lot of people have because I don't think a lot of people still play their DS games. Maybe it's not, there's a handful that do. Uh, was just the stretching of the pixels and the fact that I couldn't adjust it on my 3DS XL, and I'm like, that sucks. So Start I and select. My... There you go. Is it really? Yeah. No, you're a liar. No, hold down start and select when the game starts up, and it bo- uh, boots in the original resolution. Okay, then I You've must been have been able to do this on the DSi the XL as well. <laughs> okay, then I must be an call idiot and drum because... all the tips. <laughs> yeah, Colin, you just saved me, like because I whipped out my old DS and I was just you can do that on also on the uh, Game Boy Virtual Console, the Game Gear Virtual Console, and the uh, Game Boy Advance Virtual Console if you have the Ambassador games. Colin, CEO of Nintendo, please make it happen. Guys, he knows everything. <laughs> you can also do it um, on your, uh, actually, your no, sketch. I, I was playing my, I was playing my, on my, my regular DS, like my DS Lite, and, uh, which I think I enjoyed playing it on there more than I did on my 3DS, just because, like, the pixels were nice looking and nothing was stretched. I'm like, alright, this is good. I enjoy this. Well, that's because the you know? DS and the 3DS have really weird resolutions. Yeah, like the and, DS has like is like 160p, and then the the right, but, the but 3DS I mean, is and like 840 by. After holding my regular my DS Lite for a while, I'm like, man, I kind of missed the the small the, the size of this. Even though I realized I have a 3DS XL for the reason, so I can see what's happening. I just I really enjoyed the smallness of it, like like how simple it used to be. Yeah. So that's, I think that's also the reason why I want the I want the regular three, new 3DS out, so I can actually get that one and kind of enjoy that while still having my regular XL. Yeah. So yeah, start know. and select. If you didn't know, uh, when you're booting up into a DS game or a Game Boy Virtual Console game, just uh, hold down start and select, and it'll boot in the original resolution. And in terms of Game Boy games, they actually boot with a little Game Boy overlay, and you can turn on I the might... 3D, and the the screen is like sunken into the Game Boy overlay, so it looks like you're holding a That's Game Boy. Cute. It's really cool. I, I might actually try that right now. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Anyway. Don't let your dreams be dreams, Chris. I feel like we got a little bit off topic. No, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I, we did I, I feel more with, informed. Like, Oracle of seeds, so <laughs> seeds, seeds, Morty, seeds. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought you were in Stanley uh, oh, oh, so there you're for gonna, a second. Oh, so you can do Rick. I can also do Rick. Anyway, uh, Morty. What? You know, there was there was um, a Zelda gag on Rick and Morty. There so. was a there was. I'm sorry. There was a Zelda. There was a Zelda gag on the show Rick and Morty. Give me there free was. stuff, Nintendo. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was trying to tell you how to like work the system to sell 3DSs. <laughs> how to scalp 3DSs because they're on this of Zel- the Zelda then, 3DSs. Yeah, yeah, and- yeah. They're they're on sale right now, and you just you just wait until after the sales done. You you sell them back, and you make a, like a thirty percent profit on each one. And we can all have 3DSs. 
Give me free stuff. Anyway, um, but the 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 resolution thing actually reminded me of uh, something I mentioned earlier. Um, Xbox is planning on having original Xbox games on the the Xbox One, which is I've never. I I mean, do they mean in the real way where it's like you can put in a CD, the discs? Yes. Sorry, a CD, a disc. Um, they mean you put in the disc and it reads it because it's a CD. It should, should be readable. crazy. Like, when do they think they'll get that done? I, they don't know. It's just something that they've planned. It's I, something the thing Phil about, Spencer I'm, said, the, which Phil the, Spencer is a magical man who... Yeah, the thing about the thing about is Xbox pretty, is when they yeah. say something, they're actually going to do it. They're not going to just say it. I'm no, like, he, is, he is pretty so, magical, and they've done some really great things, and we've talked about this before. N- n- here's the thing. It's not It's not just that he, do, he has done really good things. It's things that he... Usually, when he says something, they're gonna do it. Like he's not just gonna say it and then never, never like bring it up again. Right. Well, we still but... haven't gotten uh, Banjo Kazooie and Smash yet, but I mean, I'm still. Well, he I said, mean, he's, he's, he said he wasn't he, objective he said he's, to that. They've worked. Yeah, with, he said he's interested yeah. in getting it happening, but that's a det- it, it all, decision. Just, yeah, if Nintendo wants to actually do it, then they'll do it. Yeah, it, they don't. I I'm not even gonna to hold it against Nintendo to do it. Yeah, um, I because I I wouldn't be surprised to hear something about it because it it could easily be a Duck Hunt clone, like a semi clone. Um, good. And still be good. <laughs> Best character. Best character. What was the me- what was the meme that came out recently? The the I can't Marth clone something. Your accent. It was like sex. Oh, I can't like, position of Mart. Your yeah. It was uh. It was a it was a Sponge Bros thing. Yeah, that was pretty funny. It's a uh, for those of you who don't know, Sponge Bros is a Reddit subgroup that uses SpongeBob quotes. Did you just call uh, and a put subreddit in... a Reddit subgroup? Yeah, I don't. I don't usually use Reddit. I go outside. Um, <laughs> I play video games. I don't talk There's about that. Subreddit. Said the guy outdoors. who runs a podcast. Anyway, um, what? There's a subreddit for outdoors. Is there? I'm sure there is. <laughs> There's sure a there workman uh, board for going outdoors. Nope. 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 Yes. Nope. Nope. Yes. Nope. Anyway, backing away from that. Um, <laughs> video games. <laughs> um, God, you I can do it. You I, can do it. Anyway. You can do I it. remember now. Back Stop. compatibility. God damn it. No. Was now I lost it again. I had it and then I lost it. You guys don't shut up with your stupid up. With your memes. God damn. Sponge Bros. Sponge Bros has a subreddit that uses SpongeBob quotes. This is not a topic, in, Adam. In a, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was explaining something. And you guys cut me off. There's someone who doesn't know. And I'm just gonna leave it there and like let them figure it, it out. I don't know. I don't care either. Let's move on. Colin, it is our That's job to inform. I just wanted to explain the one thing. SpongeBob SquarePants. It's been around since I, 1999. I'm sure I you was all just know explaining it. The subreddit's purpose, and you didn't even <laughs> let me do that. Colin, <laughs> swear I'm going to come to New York and beat you up and, and do it. Break your and break your video games. Oh, oh no, <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> I really do want to come visit you one day. Good, It'd be fun. Um. But yeah, yeah, backwards incompatibility uh, stuff. Yeah, I'm. But, uh, I I believe you that I'm more, I'm less skeptical than I could be because it's Phil Spencer and because uh, because of how good X, how well Xbox has been doing lately. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm still skeptical just because I don't know. It just seems to pull just, back just two because generations. He said it was going to happen. Doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow. 
Jeff. Right, it's gonna, right. It's going to happen in a few months, maybe a few a months. Year. He didn't even necessarily say it. Um, it's going to happen. I mean, he said, still like, oh, I asked the, my Xbox it's something team that, if they it's can something do that it. They want to do. They're still yeah. rolling out the backwards compatibility for Xbox 360 games. I mean, that's not going to come yeah, yeah, but until November. But they're, yeah, yeah, but they're kind of just. It's kind of like a. It's kind of letting people know that are curious and this is good that they do. They do like the idea of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me happy because it, it shows me that they're actually thinking about, you know, the consumer and the long-term consumer. I mean... And it shows me that whatever system comes out next is not going to have that, that issue where it's going to be like, oh, we're not going to be compatible. I mean... The, they're going to continue to most, try and roll that out as much as possible. The most interesting thing to me, and I guess why it makes the most sense for Microsoft to do it, is because that's a, that's one of the staples of PC gaming. You never... PC gaming. You never lose your quote-unquote last-gen games because it's right. all one I don't gen. know what you're talking about, man. The move to uh, Windows 10 is actually making people lose a lot of their old titles from years 2004 and, like, lower. For, like, their, their disc games, not a lot of people are going to be able to play them now. It's actually just Surface because of Windows 10's new uh, terms and agreements. Well, that's only uh, it's, because it's, they were using um, really, DRM really crappy thing, right? DRM practices yeah but like any but still like any that's digital copy that of those games that, will work fine well I, digital sh- copies yeah but like physical copies now who who's still installing a physical copy of bioshock uh who I don't hasn't know. picked I, up it for a nickel on steam i will st- i will say this i still own my original like special edition box copy of knights of the old republic for my pc and if that game doesn't work i have mine for the, the xbox, xbox i mean i have a digital regular. copy yes but no i mean i have Knights of the Republic 2 for the regular Xbox, but I have Knights of the Old Republic 1 box set for my PC that was released in, like, 2003, 2000, like, yeah, 2003. And if that doesn't work, like, excuse me, and if that doesn't work, it's going to make me very sad. Then you get a digital copy, and you still have a digital copy. copy. It's not going away. I know, it's just the fact that it's just not working. Is I do sucks. like the idea well, that again, maybe it only, one day... It only depends on if it actually used the specific type of DRM. Otherwise, it's, it's free It probably game. didn't. It, pro- it probably didn't. Well, there you go. Right. I'm just saying. All the Battlefield games don't use uh, Sekirom, so I'm able to play them willy-nilly. I know the Sims 1 won't work, and I know... Yeah. I apologize, Adam. You must hate me right now. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Watch I'm, stuff, man. I'm bad with the etiquette tonight. Um... I know Sims doesn't work, and I think another there's another few games. I just know Sims was the biggest one, like Sims One, but no one. Yeah, plays but who Sims. plays who plays Sims One? I think in like terms Sims- of games actually not being compatible, um, mm-hmm. I mean, someone will always find a way around that. Yeah, um, and even well, then, it's not like Windows 10 is a mandatory update that you must get right now. I mean, people are still using Vista and XP. Yeah, I was gonna say people are still using XP, so. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to mention that because it remind it, it made me think like, you know, even Nintendo kind of has a weird way of doing it, but they still kind of offer that backwards compatibility in a sense. You're, you're, they're not, you're not necessarily going to be able to use the games that you have. You're going to have to rebuy them, but you can still play them on your Wii U if you, you know, you go through the virtual channels. Um, not to mention your Wii U does play all your Wii games. Yeah. 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 But it, uh, in the, the most in the most roundabout way possible by actually booting into the Wii menu. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually the thing that bothers me that I'm sure I know I actually now that the fact that the NX is gonna come out so soon, I'm sure they're not gonna work on this, but like the fact that we have the 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 port, the little box for the you know, Smash Bros only for the uh Nintendo GameCube remote. Oh yeah, the GameCube. 
Yeah. I uh, like. I'm sure there's a way they could like program that. Maybe sell a new version that has a memory Someone card already slots has. to play Someone has actually found a way to play GameCube games because you, using the that Wii device. itself is just an overclocked GameCube. Yes. So it can technically actually play GameCube games. Like the the hardware is there. Just the they Wii. They didn't include the, uh, oh, the yeah. Wii U. Yes. Because the Wii, yeah, of of course you can just put them in and they'll play. I think even yeah. the Wii U. Yes. Okay. Making sure. There, there was a Zelda Informer article about this about a year ago. Oh. So was it about using the Wii mode on the Wii U to make that work? No, it was some. There was a homebrew that allowed you to um, boot software that actually unlocked the ability to play GameCube games. Ah. In the, uh, the the Wii console mode. Let me ask something because I, I don't use the homebrew channel or any of that stuff like for the 3DS or the Wii U. But how would how do people get go around getting those? Because I I know it's Nintendo doesn't like license. I recently it I actually recently homebrewed. Um, I bought a Nintendo Wii, an original Nintendo Wii, for about ten bucks, and I homebrewed it. And it's usually some complicated uh thing through like MAC addresses and all that. Okay, yeah, MAC address. It's really it's really kind of like weird to explain, and I don't know the technicalities. It's not it. something easy. Yeah, yeah. So not not really for me. Basically, exploits. There you go. Okay, right. and th- what does Nintendo say about these things? They don't like it. Uh, they, they don't just, like they them. Just, they don't. They just like don't them like them. That's reason. really it. Yeah, I mean, I assume they don't like you messing like... with their stuff. They haven't done anything about it except on the 3DS, where if there's any game that can be exploited, they immediately like take it off the eShop. Right. Which happened just last week with uh, Ironfall Invasion and the YouTube app because they both had exploits that allowed you to. Uh, is that why Iron Fall was taken down? Yes. Because I kept seeing things that were like, Iron Fall's taken down and nobody knows why. It was because of that. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, Yeah, but it, it kind of made me question, why do you think, and Colin, we were talking this a little bit, uh, yeah. why do you think that Sony isn't doing that? Why do you think Sony isn't doing, here's, offering the backwards Here's the ultimate reason why. Because I, and... I, I know. I know the reason because we've talked about it, but I don't think most people do. I, okay, Shuhei well, even made a statement about it after well, he E3. said it was a said it was a waste of time. Yeah, he said there was no. Yeah, he's like, oh, that, we, that's not our direction. We, uh, we want to provide new things, new which is terrible because they're not even providing new things. Well, the thing that they that the real reason that they don't want to say is that the they PS3 can't. is such a mess in terms of hardware. Yeah, it is I can, an I can absolute that. disaster. Um, basically, Sony. Spent years and millions of dollars um, working on this processor that the PS3 was going to work off, the cell processor. And it was supposed to be this amazing thing that could keep getting more powerful over time and pretty much, like... Become the perfect life Buzzwords, form. buzzwords, buzzwords. Defeats really, Goku. really good. That's perfect what it comes cell. down to. I'm sorry. You mentioned um, cell and perfect and life they form. Spent, they spent so much time trying to basically over-engineer the thing that they had no one had any idea how to use it if any like anyone they made who it was too around, complicated yeah anyone who was around when the ps3 first came out knew that developers were canceling and delaying games left and right because they did not know how to develop for the ps3 oh because it was just too i mean people don't remember that like assassin's creed and bioshock and mass effect took years to come to the ps3 yeah and it was always a big question a lot of gamers didn't understand why and even then, when they once they came over, they had a lot of frame rate drops. They were really unoptimized. Um, 
And so one of the reasons why the PS3's cost was so high was because the system at launch, even though it was backwards compatible, it's not that the system itself was doing the backwards compatibility part. They actually had to shove miniature guts of a PS2 in the PS3. Oh my god. That and actually, th- yeah, I remember that. That's what they, that's, so that's why with, uh, later iterations, um, the PS2 emulation ended up being like an actual software emulation, and then they had just PS1 compatibility, and then they just took it out. It, is that it why the PS3 a, got way slimmer? Specifically, as a it's it's the chipsets. Like they they yeah. had the the original uh really? PS3 chipsets had PS2 chipsets in them, or like parts from them. So that's why yeah. they were able to. But then they switched it to the PS1 chipsets, which didn't affect PS3 games, but it affect the ability to play PS2 games. Which is really dumb to think. Why didn't they just improve their chipsets from the beginning? Sort of like what F- Xbox did, because that's why your 360 was able to play Xbox One games. Because I think, for the most part, they were really unnecessary, um, especially when it gets to the point that you're, the only chipsets you're supplying are for a system that's two generations old and not right, even the Right, but I mean, if generation. you just keep improving it, then you, then you don't necessarily need to, like... You could, but also the other thing is that all this costs a lot of money, and guess, yeah. big thing that didn't really come out until recently was that the PS3, even though it had that high price at $600, the actual uh, production was just, cost was like 900 Well, I mean, at, at first, yeah, it was one of the worst, like, consoles, like, so... Uh, yeah. Not, it's like, after, like, such a, like, a high note with the PS2, when they switched, when the PS3 came out, it was a disaster. Yep. It, worst marketing, they had the, like, worst, like, overall sales. I don't think PS3 sales picked up until the very end. Yeah. And even then, wow. every PS3 they did sold, uh, they did, every PS3 they did sell lost so much money along the way that honestly, whenever you bring up the PS3 to Sony PR people, they just go, it was a straight up disaster. In the end, the PS3 has sold more units than the Xbox 360, but the money it's made doesn't even compare to how, how much, much Microsoft made them. off the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why the PS4 is not backwards compatible is because they ditched the cell because, it would, again, it would be so much to actually have to put the cell into the PS3 plus all the PS1 and 2 chipsets. They'd and have to basically it, re- I mean, re- if you think about it, the Xbox One is only doing it through software updates. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if Nintendo can't even, like, you know, do... Not Nintendo. I, I apologize. Sony can't do software updates, then Sony's screwed. Well, the difference Nintendo though with between the difference between them Nintendo, is that I mean, I was, no, I know, I know the Xbox that. One and the Xbox 360 do use different um, internal hardware to render yeah. games, but they both use the same software. They both run on Windows and DirectX, so that's why they're well, able now to they still let you like put the your... 360. Um, uh, yeah, 360s did. Yeah, so you're still able to put like your Halo 3 disc into the Xbox One, and it's going to work. Well, um, now, not before it wouldn't. Well, yeah, but now it will. Because they kind of, yeah, they fixed all that. But with the PS3, that's, I mean, it's going to be years until someone even cracks the cell processor for emulation at all. I don't, uh, I don't even think they're they're that behind just because of the fact the the rate that technology gets better now. It'll be soon. It's just the fact I don't know if they want to necessarily put the manpower to that. Either. Someone's working on it. Some there there are PS3 emulators. They're they're super basic and they barely work, but it's happening. I guess they're there. Um. In the meantime, Sony's working on this very roundabout way of doing it. Um, PS Now, PlayStation Now, Which where is they said arguably the worst thing ever because they don't even have. I don't think they have many PS2 titles there. I think it's just PS1 Here, classics. Here's the thing: I actually, um, 
Adam sent me this topic last night about backwards compatibility, and I decided, now that PlayStation Now is finished and you can go get it and actually subscribe to it, I decided to do a seven-day free trial, mm-hmm. and I uh, Test last night I tried out a bunch of games. And honestly, it's gotten pretty good. I was playing Bioshock Infinite, um, XCOM, Enemy Within, Sonic CD, and they all ran with the exception of games that just didn't run well on the original hardware to begin with. Um, they all ran like the actual game was running on my PS4. The problem is, um, so in theory, it works. And the idea is really neat, too, because it's basically just Netflix for video games. Okay. Which is, it, it's a month-by-month uh, subscription service, and you stream video games. Really cool. Choose from a selection. It's pretty neat. Um, and it works, you know, uh, it used to have a lot of really bad, yeah, it used to have really bad input delay when it was in beta, but now it's super good. The only issue is that their library, and they say it exactly like this, they quote it exactly like this, over 100 PS3 games. That's a bit, that's it, just maybe 101. And the subscription cost is $20 a month. For that same price, you can get Netflix and both Xbox Live and PlayStation Network Plus. It's not worth the entertainment package that they're offering. It, it isn't. It really, it really isn't. And even then, you don't get access to the whole library of PS Now games. You still ha- There's still others that you have to pay to rent for an arbitrary amount of time. That's weird. Yeah. That's really weird to me. Basically, the way the system works, uh, technically, is that some room in wherever in the world they just have a big room with like a thousand ps3s with every game loaded up on it and then they stream those games to you huh seems like a really weird system of doing it yeah it it is and it it, and so far it's only like really late ps3 titles and um it's i think it's the worst part is just like this is all they can do for now until like they, they solve the backwards compatibility issue well it's all they can really do until they either uh, it makes enough money so they can actually add more games. Are enough people subscribed to it though? Like that's the issue. And so, yeah, and Sony's no one wants to, no about... to jump on that bandwagon early. Yeah, and Sony's so... way of going about things is that if something doesn't work at first, they just drop it and move on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like the things that they're offering. I I know PlayStation Plus is doing well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I think I'm pretty sure PlayStation View started off. Well, right. the issue being that PlayStation uh, Plus is now mandatory. If you want to play online on the well, PS4, yeah, yeah, for, for the, so, so uh, that's why it's doing well. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, the lot Vita's of, dead. The, unfortunately, the Vita is. Do you think there will be another PlayStation Portable console? If they think I want there to be, I really want there to be support for it, enough support. I want them to make me want to get one. I just want Nintendo's 3DS to have some competition. And that's not because I dislike the 3DS, but I just think that it will—it's healthy for something you, like that to have competition. You know what's funny? I mean, the PSP is a much better handheld yeah, no, now was, than was... it was like six years ago. I feel like the P- what is the, the PSP? PSP? Oh yeah, you recently got really into that. Because one. yeah, I recently got a, a PSP 3000, and the reason being is because you can um, all the issues about the PSP that people had—the overpriced, mandatory uh, memory cards. Um, all been fixed. Those, those were yeah, terrible. Yeah, low game support. I mean, now that's all really fixed because everything's been released for the thing. 
And now you can get an SD card that's like 128 gigs, throw it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think you want to load it up with music and movies, you can just plug it into your computer through USB. I, I want to say, like, one of the, the things that I wish they did with PSP, I, I just hate the, the UMD discs that they use for them. Oh, yeah. I think that was the worst decision they made. And the yeah. fact that a lot of the PSP titles aren't digital, so you can't get them on your Vita or on, um, like, a lot of things. Like, What's even uh, worse is that there are games that are digital for the PSP, but they're not compatible with the Vita. Or the PS3. Like, the PS1 yeah. classics, I thought I always thought they, they should be, like, you know... Across the board, like, yeah. just get them all, all your systems. No, I, so my brother has Final Fantasy VII PS1 Classic on his PSP, but we can't play it on our PS3. Even worse, on... there are some games that are compatible and digital for the PSP, the Vita, but not compatible with the PlayStation TV, which is the Vita you can plug into your TV. Yeah, exactly. So I can't play I, Dracula e- X Chronicles even, on my uh, PS TV, like but the, I can do it on my the, Vita. The PlayStation TV was... Like, that itself, like, that was a good idea. They just handled it all wrong. Yeah. It's a, I was considering getting a, a PSTV just for the fact, like, okay, so PS4, if I want to put it over there, and I, I can just have it in my room, the PSTV, so I'll, I won't yeah, have it. I got it explicitly console. for that reason, and it's not that good. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's a just, shame. the streaming sucks, like... But hey, at least I can play Danganronpa on my 40-inch oh, TV. woo. And ports of PS2 games, you know, like Metal Gear and Persona. Things that have pretty much already been released for other consoles. Games anyway. you've already played. Yeah. I mean, I do wonder why Nintendo hasn't tested, like, a retro subscription service. Just because we're talking about backwards. They don't backwards. need one. Well, yes, um, because of the I think maybe because uh, think... the Wii Virtual Console is the best thing ever, and there's no reason to use it. Yeah, they, were, they already kind of it. figured that out with the Virtual Console. But I, I do kind of see your point, like, kind of having, like sort of something for people that are not really passionate about retro games, but are interested. Like, you know, hey, you know, get like $10 a month and you, you get access to all these games. I mean, it's something uh, as yeah. easy I, as like, you know, you get the the uh, NES package, the handhelds package, the something like that, where you just have open access to these, these titles. Um, I have a question. Yeah? Ask. Adam, you have a controller. It's like a GameCube controller, but you can plug it into your Wiimote. I have yes, I do. I have the too. fight pad. I have the oh, whole yeah, Jeff, you, I, Jeff, I think you got it for Jeff. I think it's or, called, got it for Adam. I yeah, did. Jeff actually got it for me as a holiday present. I did. It's pink. Um, now that, can, that that is licensed by Nintendo, correct? Yes, that is yeah. an official licensed yep. product. It's made by Hori. It's a, it's, I think it's called the Hori Battle Pad, um, and it is made so that people can play uh, just play Smash game, Bros. And Smash Bros. and things like that without having the adapters of because they were having issues with that, and also because you know right. they wanted to make something that had a nicer design to it, I guess. And it does look nice. They do look really nice. They and, feel a little bit. They feel a little clunkier, but I they mean, feel I cheap. They work well. They feel super cheap when you yeah. touch them at first, but when you're playing, they feel great. Okay, I really so like it. Can you use that controller for like your virtual console games? Yeah, those that are compatible uh, with the right kind of controllers. Yes. Yes. That, that because they're a substitute least... for another controller. Right. Well, the the way the GameCube because um, the, the ones are, they're programmed like classic controller pros. So. Mm-hmm. Is that's in what it theory, is? Theory they should work. Okay, yeah. be, because when when I'm thinking about it, it's like because I know you can't just use your Smash Bros. adapter for anything but Smash Bros. Yeah. Yeah. And not currently. After, which I still think is a, something they should fix. Yeah. I feel like they really could. Should. I just the support for it. I don't think they're going to because of the fact that the NX well, it would is make it useful because like three. They're gonna the NX is gonna come out next year and it's gonna be be a real kick in the 
Well, the problem is, is that competitors, rupees. a lot of a lot of competitors are releasing versions of the 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 GameCube adapter that also work on your PC and every other game. Oh, so, I mean, even the I use the Nintendo one on my PC. Oh, that that one also works on PC. Yeah, it works with Dolphin. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I feel know. like Nintendo's just sort of going to let that go along with like letting the Wii U go. They're going to let the Wii U go, and oh, it's. Ugh. It's As heartbreaking. Consumer, it, it yeah, it makes me really mad. I mean, honestly. it's sad. I love the Wii U. I, I honestly I, think it's no, a I really, great system. I really enjoy it too. Um, I I'm disappointed by the fact that I didn't catch you know didn't catch on like it could have, and especially like now that Splatoon's a new IP, a hit, releasing exciting new content, you know, like week after week, and it it, it just works. And now it's just going to be like the swan song. All I'm saying is, I hope the NX is somehow backwards compatible because I would hate to see like, oh, here's the Nintendo whatever it's called because NX is the code name. Our launch title is going to be Splatoon HD Remastered. Like, like, see, the yeah, thing that makes me worried right. is like, I really want the gamepad to be compatible with it, but just for the Wii U games, because I, I find a hard, I have a yeah. very hard time believing that they're going to keep pushing the gamepad I, with the NX because they just, it just, that's the one thing that they need difficult. a regular controller. You know, I understand that how the GameCube was a massive, like, you know, it was not a success at all. Like, the GameCube was like, the bottom of Nintendo's line. But it's the thing, like, now in, we're done with innovation in video games. We need to go back to the basics, pretty much. Not done with innovation, per se, but, like... What do you mean? Because I think we, you're, you're kind of... I, I kind of think I know where you're going, but you, you're kind I think you're, you're warding it improperly. Yeah, I, I feel like the gaming industry itself, everyone's kind of going back to their roots, in a way. I think what you mean... Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think you mean instead of focusing on like new mechanics or new ways of playing, just focus on making the games themselves better. Yeah, the games and yeah, I guess the way of playing them. No, we don't need complicated things anymore. We don't need new motion controls. We don't need anything. We need a a good controller. And Which actually, just I mean, Xbox really has the the lead on that one, dude. The Xbox. Well, I, I wouldn't say the I, the modern I, of the modern controller. I think that the the Xbox One controller is probably the best designed. I, I gotta I gotta say the Xbox One controller is my favorite. And yeah, I will. I, I won't even diss the the DualShock Four because I just got a PS4 and that thing the the touchpad. I didn't think I'd use it at all. I used the touchpad a lot. Like it, I think it was a great addition. Um, I, it didn't need it. It was just cool to have Xbox One controller. That was solid designed. Like feels great. Like the 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 bumpers, like the buttons, the D-pad itself, and this elite controller they're coming out with that you could change all the. I love it. I love that, it. I love playing great with idea. it. Great idea. It's just overly priced. I played with I, it. No, I think it's a great price. One hundred forty dollars. Yeah, the you you want to, but it's not it's not geared for most people. It's right. Not, it's not it's, a it's, it's not more, a it's not a commonplace seller. It's for the people that play the play a lot of games competitively. It is for. The gamer that the spends elite, a lot of time, the yeah, if you, if you that see that, the, uh, that cares a lot about their controller and is very like, it's near and dear to them that their controller is like, you don't touch my okay. controller, it's my controller. All right, I can yeah, see that. If you see the price of those, like I think they're called Scud controllers that they're like, two hundred dollars. The Call Easy. of Duty pros use they're uh, like one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars. Yeah, they're yeah no, they're not even, and that's just basic. That's not even, with, and these come with like all the little accessories too. Like, yeah. and they are nice. Oh, dude, I pl- I, I touched, I played with them. It's nice. It's nice to customize this thing. It feels I like, good. I like the most about it is like the bumpers on the bottom. Like, oh, the little triggers and stuff. Uh, like yeah, the ones that you you place at the bottom. They I love can it. Act as other buttons. 
like love it, while love you're it, love pressing it. something like I that's, think that's the, be the most uh, useful it's not like just like a spider controller design that's like something that's supposed to actually be a lot faster for your like reflexes and stuff yeah it's it's really interesting how they did it i think yeah. you know you're you're right they that's what Nintendo needs. They need solid designs to back the well, the hard actually, the, the software that they're going to be getting. Well, they're I think Nintendo's getting in the right direction actually with uh, Splatoon, and I, this is something I didn't put in the write up because I recently saw it. Um, it'll be probably down below, but the uh, there's a, a one million dollar Splatoon tournament coming to Japan. Heard about that? That's uh, awesome. So yeah. they're actually going to have a competitive scene in Japan now. For I'm Splatoon. not surprised. I said this Splatoon about a year is... ago, and I wish. I wish Nintendo went through with this. Um, they should have just made, instead of doing like Wii U Basic and then Wii U Premium, uh, with one just being like 8 gigs in white and the other being 32 gigs black and like 50 other things, they should have had the Wii U Basic just be the console with the Pro Controller and then the Premium being the console with the gamepad and the Pro Controller. No one would have programmed for the gamepad then. That's the issue. Well, the issue is that enough... Uh, is that a lot of developers aren't programming for the Wii U because they don't know what to do with the gamepad? Exactly, it's pretty much Nintendo first parties. Like, yeah, I don't. There, there hasn't been Call of Duty support, Assassin's Creed. Well, Assassin's Creed Three was on, but that's three. That's like three games. Three and four now. were on it. Uh, Black Arkham Ops City, 2 and Ghosts, Arkham City, Arkham Origins. Was Arkham Origins on the Wii U? Yep. A lot of games were on the Wii U. It's just that you you didn't play them on the Wii U because you already you already attached to other consoles which had those games. I mean, I I, mean, the, I, the I like the games. fact that the, the, those I like the fact and actually, you know, I I really do how other developers have kind of steered away from Nintendo because that gives Nintendo a chance to show off their own stuff. And I kind of always like enjoyed that about Nintendo. I was like I would go to my Wii or my Wii U for the the for just the experience of playing a Nintendo game, like a first party Nintendo game. Yeah. All right. and, that's but there's my... there's so many third party games I would buy for the sake of them just being on the Wii U alone because of the gamepad. I like I the gamepad. The, the I, idea I of me being able to really love the gamepad. The gamepad. I mean, there okay. was a, I'm, not, I'm still not hooked on it. There was a good time where I just had there's a shelf above my bed and I just had the console there and I would just play on the gamepad while I, lying I, in bed. I can't admit to doing that. I have played before I had a TV in my dorm. Uh, that was amazing for me because I was able to it's play so my games. It's so comfortable, yeah. Without... And it still it's works. like playing DS almost. I love the screen on the gamepad. I think, and this is gonna be, this might be a little presumptuous, but I think that second to the Xbox controller is not the DualShock, it's, it's the gamepad. It's the Wii U gamepad yeah. is my second I, favorite controller ever designed because yeah, of the fact that the screen makes so much sense and it feels so comfortable. There was, there was a reviewer who said the first time he held the gamepad, he thought it was disgusting and clunky. But then after 10 minutes, he wanted to play every video game ever on it. It, it makes I, so much I sense. Don't know. It makes I, so much sense. I'm still not hooked on the gamepad. If anything, it ruins them. Like they, they just ruined the chance to, instead of that, like having to use your 3DS as the gamepad instead. That, I would think, would be a little more innovative. than. Well, just... that's what people are saying that the NX might be. They might be trying if to the create NX a, a, co- a cross-platform thing. But at the same time, then you run into the same issue that uh, Four Sword Adventures ran into, which is that you you create a, a precedent of like complicated amounts of like technology that you need or like different equipment that you need to gather that isn't readily available or re- easily uh, I mean, accessible at once. Or then you have like packaged together. buttons and all that. Yeah, you're like... Which you're... is a big issue... That I'm surprised Sony that's is having what doing with the, now uh, with the PSTV and Vita with remote play. I'm sorry, Chris. What did you say? I was talking about like, well, that kind of reminds me about like the new 3DS and the 3DS. The new 3DS, you have Amiibo support. The old 3DS, you have to buy an adapter for your Amiibo support. Oh you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah like, yeah no I know. If they they just need to simplify it, 
And I don't think the way the gamepad is simplifying it. Like, it's, you don't need to include, like, that extra... You don't need a 3DS to do these things. I think Four Sword Adventures was done wrong for that reason. You know, right. I just think, like, if you had the Game Boys, it could have made it interesting. It could have made it a little different, if just in case you didn't have actual, like, other controllers. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad game, you know. It was done, you know, it's fine if you had, like, the peripherals for it. I just feel like the gamepad peripheral is... To me personally, I I wasn't hooked on it, and I also think it it is dying. It's like I don't want to have to go and play with that at all. I'd much rather than you know bring back the the N sixty not the N sixty four controller. My mistake. Oh, good um, Lord. Bring back bring back the GameCube controller or something similar to the it. The GameCube controller when it came out was a mess. It, dude, I love it. It now. still is. No, I'm... I mean like like looking <laughs> back at reactions to the GameCube controller, people were like, "What is this?" Yeah. Like, but like now, look at what a beloved controller it is. That was their only solid. I still controller. have a lot of issues with the GameCube controller because it's not the worst controller, but it's not the best controller, and it, I think everybody understands that. I, 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 I probably we can all agree. The Xbox issue of it is, is that it's Nintendo going in the right direction of being more modern, and yet it's still missing like half of the features that both the PS2 and the Xbox controller. Because Nintendo has always tried to kind of play, be different, try to stand out, and, and I'm not, yeah, but it really sucks for multi-platforms. No, yeah, it does, because it really drives away developers, and yeah. the thing that's funny is they don't really care about other developers, and I think they should. I mean, yeah, I believe they should have right and left analog sticks and, you know, our, like, R1, R2, L1, L2 buttons. It's like, more just about, like, being, or like, contouring to the human hand and understanding how, like, what is comfortable for the hand to work with. But they, they wouldn't... They're th- all similar, in, in a way. Yeah, but, like... Th- it's not like they would have been adding, you know, like, too much to the controller if they just added, like, Z1 and clickable analog sticks. That's all that was missing, really. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the GameCube controller or the GamePad? Because the GamePad yes, has the GameCube things. controller. Okay. The, yeah, no, the, it doesn't. The game, I just feel like, just the fact that the, the, the dual screen experience, excluding the 3DS, I feel like it's, it's dying for console. I don't think we needed it on console to begin with. I we think it's really it. good for reaction times. I, I think that Reaction t- like what do you mean? Oh by yeah, times? Um, because the distance between you and the TV and you and the gamepad is significant in terms of how quickly you respond to a move or something like that. If I'm playing as Little Mac on a on a Wii U gamepad, I'm pretty sure I could beat most people that aren't competitive without even trying because it's just such a huge advantage. But that's just one game. What's well, it's a competitive game? That's what I'm arguing for. Oh, I'm I arguing mean, like... for that it is there are significant advantages of it for the competitive scene. Um, so I, I, just, I do think, and the competitive scene is a huge market and it, it's, a, it's a very big industry in its own and it's a growing industry. Like it's, Esports it's is huge. I, so I, mean, I think I, that as a company, Nintendo, if anything, it, it makes sense to keep it. I think that it's, it's, it's viable if they know how to market it right. And but that's other companies know how to market it right. The ex- what? That's just a, uh, that's just, you know, doing that just for the, the esports community, which, which is, it, which it, is a multi-million dollar industry. Right, but I don't think it covers all of the Nintendo fan base. I think it's a, a it's a huge profit to be made. I think it's a huge profit I'm to be made. Gonna, and I'm a lot of people... Getting, and a, I'm and not a, saying getting rid of the support for the esports community. I'm saying keep it. I, I'm just, just disagreeing that, that they're selling point. I'm just disagreeing that it's dying. I think that it's... it's If anything, it's growing um, okay. because of the fact that esports itself is growing tremendously in the past 10 years, especially with streaming services like Twitch and things like that. And the Xbox Elite Control is the exact same thing. It just doesn't have a screen on it. It's it's the idea of putting uh, your competitive community at a 
decent uh putting them in a decent amount of respect and this splatoon tournament is a great step in the right direction uh, All I'm going to say is that I hope they keep the gamepad at least as an accessory for the NX because off-TV play is the best. And now me... all of the consoles are doing it with a PS4 with remote play and the Xbox One with Windows 10. And they Let both... me ask you something. Yes. About um, like how you guys play Splatoon. Do you play with camera angles directed on the sticks or do you play with camera angles directed from the gamepad? Like how you hold sticks. it? Both. Well, I mean, which one more often, Jeff? Both. You use both simultaneously. You think that the the gyro doesn't Isn't... work until you realize that it helps with that little bit of precision that you need when you're aiming. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, like, you, have, you, have you turned it off? or No, I've you, never I, turned I it off because both. I realized very quickly that I like it a lot as an additional thing to the analog sticks. I mean, the only thing I don't like is there are certain angles. I, like, I can't play Splatoon... While holding the gamepad on my back, right? I uh, I, I switch back and forth. I haven't. I sadly don't own a Wii U, so I haven't been able to really get into Splatoon enough to like really decide on my control schemes. But you played uh, it. You you played it enough to like know like. You, you, I, I played it a bit. Both. Okay. No. No. <laughs> me personally, I, I I had to take. I haven't played it enough to feel comfortable talking about it in that way. If you understand what I mean, like I know enough yeah. about the game. I just. I can't speak as much on the controls as I can about other games. Right. I, well, I mean, just like for me personally, my experience, like I had to turn off the gyro because I don't hold the the, the, the gamepad. I I'm mainly a TV viewer person. I don't I don't look at like my my bottom screen unless I'm on my 3ds or something. So I guess that's okay. my that's my whole spiel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I a lot of people were complaining, and we'll we're gonna wrap up soon because uh, we have things we have to do. Uh, uh, I know that it's it's getting late. Um, we had a late start, but a lot of people are complaining about Star Fox, uh, being with the, with the dual screen in Star Fox, uh, the, the new one for Wii U being mm-hmm. kind of weird and unnecessary and kind of an issue. Uh, but as it's Jeff optional. and I, as yeah, it's optional. And as Jeff and I can protest, protest, it's a good thing to have. And you can always turn off the gamepad screen if it really bothers you. I'm conflicted right. because there was an article by Sakurai recently in his column um, in Famitsu saying like when you don't include one feature it's not at the cost of another that's not how development works but when it comes to gamepad features like that I feel like Nintendo div- uh, divests so much of what they could be doing with the game itself trying to it's, make the gamepad con- relevant maybe I don't know it, it honestly it plays the same as your pro controller, which is which should be their main controller, honestly, for the Wii U. Uh, but with the added benefit of a touch screen, in the same way the DualShock Four has one, it's just you can look at what's on there instead of just tapping something. Right. I like it. Uh, it works on the 3DS. Uh, but that's all the time we had for discussion today. I want to thank you guys so much. That was a fun discussion. Really enjoyed listening to uh, Colin and Chris chatter back and forth on yeah. several topics. Uh, thanks so much, Jeff, Colin, Chris. Yeah, buddy. All wonderful. Thank you guys for listening. It's uh, It's been a pleasure. It's almost been a year now. We're getting very excited. Anniversary's coming up. Maybe we should do something special. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Happy 200K, because I don't know if we said that on the podcast. We've, uh, we've said that. <laughs> we said that last oh, week. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, sweet. but thank you. 
when we might reach 250 before the year ends. Share the podcast with your friends. Share it with your loved ones or coworkers, uh, your neighbors, your boss, if your boss isn't Share a total dweeb. Facebook. Uh, follow me and Chris on Twitter, uh, and <laughs> you will get updates on the podcast, future guests, anything else we do. Uh, if you're interested... Just, I'm sorry? I was going to say, and just cute talk between you and yeah. I. And if you're interested uh, in commissioning me for some art, uh, $5 for a sketch, $10 for a colored piece, uh, message me on Twitter, uh, and uh, I'll shoot you my email, and you can we can discuss via there. Uh, but yeah, that was the that was episode fifty. This oh this closing theme once again is uh, "Hero of Time" remixed by Jish. If you have any of your own topics, theme songs, wait, submissions... this is episode fifty. Mm-hmm. We didn't make a big deal about this. That's... We have it's not a year yet. <laughs> well, still fifty is like. Happy 50th episode! It's 50! Woo! Woo. <laughs> yeah! Yay. Uh, I'm glad I could be on episode 1 and 50. Yeah. Every 49 episodes you make an appearance. Um, <laughs> if you have any of your own topics, theme song submissions, or anything like that, like the viewers who submitted theirs this week, you can send this to us. ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com Alright, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.